millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to Bretton Cliff Flea Circus. My name's Cliff. Hello, I'm the troubled gladiator shadow. Oh no, not, I am. not just troubled. A criminal, isn't it? Aren't you? Yes, I'm very criminal. Yeah, I've got I've got a bone to pick with you, right? Okay. Because you cut out one of my jokes last week. I did, yeah. Right. You cut it out, right? And it was a joke about the Sweden player Danielson, which I said was like from the Karate Kid. You cut that out, and then the next day, who should be on the television with my joke? Mika Richards. Yeah. So do you have like a line to Mika Richards, do you, where you steal my jokes, cut them out of the podcast, feed them to Mika? Is that what's going on? Well, for a start, when you said it, I didn't realise it was a joke at first. So there's that. <laughs> how do you how do you think he's so funny, that fella? He's always cracking the jokes and having a laugh, and he you think he comes up with all that himself? No. He's got a top-class comedy writer behind the scenes. You know who that is? It's you. Is it you? But I send him the jokes. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he's stealing from us, not telling us that he's stealing from us. Uh-huh. It's a bit like what's saying, that? So you, this is the first time that you've told us about it. You are stealing me jokes, deliberately cutting them out, giving them to Mika Richards, telling them it's from me, but this is the first time you've told us because you've been rumbled. I mean, why would you own up to anything until you've been rumbled? <laughs> that is true. That's a, that is that's very, very true. Would At you like to hear a story about a steak? Yes. A piece of meat that actually I didn't eat. I don't. I don't want to be too mean, but I've told you that we've got a uh, the substitute nanny. I think is the right word um, from Burkina Faso. I think I've mentioned her before. Yes. Anyway. She's I lovely. Think, I think you have. She's lovely, but she's bonkers. So. Mm-hmm. She's a substitute nanny, so when our normal nanny's not in, she comes like when she's on holiday and all of that. So she comes in on a Friday. We uh, she comes to do um, some housework and stuff for us uh, while we take the baby out. And uh, every couple of weeks, she makes a, a stew for the baby. She brings the materials and cooks it. But uh-huh. what I, what I didn't realize was what she really does is goes through the freezer and stuff and takes uh-huh. out stuff that's in there and just uses that. I don't mind if she said, have you got any chicken in the freezer? I go, yeah, there's some chicken in there. I'll get Do it. Do you out. regard that as theft? Um, could it be theft when I still eat it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like my joke, isn't it? 
She's doing that to you and me. Uh-huh, but somebody's still getting the enjoyment out of it. <laughs> 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 so two weeks ago, she came in. She was late. Also, she never turns up when she's meant to turn up. A couple of weeks ago, she was like, uh, well, I need some chicken or some hot dogs. And oh, not the hot dogs. So, <laughs> so she brought, uh, she's brought loads of vegetables, right? Loads of them, uh-huh. all chopped up and ready to be to be cooked. She's like, well, I need chicken or the hot dogs and onions. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we're rushing around because we might be doing stuff. And Jane's like, oh, Paul, where's the onions and the hot dogs and the chicken? I'm like, I don't. F- I didn't know we had to have onions, hot dog, chicken. Also, she brought loads of vegetables. She could easily include onions in that. Like, I'm not asking <laughs> that to bring fucking chicken and stuff. That's more expensive. She's but anyway, excluding the onions as a vegetable. She I don't know why she can't deal with the onions herself. But anyway, yeah. so any yeah, any right, vegetable but... that, that brings you to tears can't be classed as a vegetable. <laughs> it's got to be dealt with by me. Um, <laughs> it's, anyway. it's in the, it's an acidic vegetable. <laughs> it's just an acid. It is. So anyway, I go down the shop. I come back. I'm a bit of a strop because I'm late to go out. Anyway, <laughs> I go down. I bring back a big bit of chicken, chicken breast and uh, some hot dogs thinking, take your fucking pick and a massive, and I mean massive sack uh-huh. of onions. I don't know why <laughs> I thought that was a good thing to do when I was annoyed, but you know what I'm like. <laughs> yeah, you do. When you're angry, you, you buy in bulk. <laughs> you know this about us, and I've never changed, have I? <laughs> anyway, um, so anyway, we go out, come back in later. The stew's made. There's hot dogs and and onions and chicken in it. Next day, I'll go in the freezer and get something. What's in the freezer? Just half a chicken breast. Just in there. Just, just in, in the there. <laughs> <laughs> Can't use that, can you? You're supposed to separate chicken from all kinds of stuff, aren't you? It's certainly got to be wrapped, hasn't it? <laughs> Can't just Definitely. go in free. Fast forward two weeks. She's back. Mm-hmm. It's stew time again. You better believe oh, it. Oh no! Jane says, "Oh, Paul, what's this? Uh, what's this meat on the bench?" Like, I, I was like, "I don't know what you're on about." <laughs> the meat on meat, the bench. Is it? Did you leave like this meat here? Uh, in, like Adeline's asking uh, what this meat is. I was like, "Well, it wasn't there when we went out, but that's <laughs> that's two ribeye steaks. That's what that is." <laughs> No. Why does she just want to put everything in this stew? Every, I mean, I, I know that that's what a stew is. You just kind of chuck everything in, don't you? But she's going a bit too far. She's cleaning out your freezer here, isn't she? <laughs> it's like two. But I'm like, no. So I just put them back in. And she was really annoyed. I just put them Did back you put in your freezer. foot down? <laughs> I was like, no, I'd rather she didn't. You're going <laughs> to have to get post-it notes and put do not use for stew and shit like that on, aren't you? Uh, she's the mental this woman, isn't she? <laughs> Absolutely crackers. Absolutely is she, crackers. Is she, is she on the verge of dismissal? I, well, I don't even want her to come now, so... I can't <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even ask her to start coming. <laughs> she just turned up. <laughs> like I said, she's lovely. Like her baby book, loves her because That's... she makes a massive fuss of her. She plays with her. But, uh-huh. like, I, I need... Timons in my life, I need timons. Yeah, and I also uh, I don't mind that doing the cooking for the baby and Janie to I don't mind that. Just tell us in advance if you need fucking chicken don't use or your whatever. sticks. Don't don't use the sticks. Don't use the I sticks. Feel, I feel your pain. 
feel your pain. Sounds terrible. Sounds awful. <laughs> it's not mate. terrible, is it? But it's a minor annoyance. <laughs> well, it's pretty terrible. When a man's stakes go missing, it's it comes to something when that starts. I just like how they were like so, yes, on the I bench, feel your pain. like yeah. wait, like waiting for approval. <laughs> you know, you know these these constant bouts of uh, of food poisoning that you keep having. Do you, can you not put it down to her? <laughs> Would you like to know what my favourite news story is out of all of the news stories? Whenever the ever crop up, or this week? one, just ever, just ever, because one cropped up this week. My uh, favourite news stories is if a middle class or an upper class person goes on an unnecessary voyage, right, and gets <laughs> attacked, attacked by an animal of some kind, an animal living in its normal place where yeah, that and deserves no- to be. <laughs> habitat yeah i think you're right exactly second second favorite is where um a middle class or class person goes on an unnecessary voyage and gets lost at sea that's me second (laughs) oh yeah because they're on a solo voyage somewhere (laughs) yeah yeah because they're rowing somewhere because what's the point in that man then to cap it off even while i was watching this uh this news story because it was on last week I think someone got attacked by a crocodile. It was definitely their own fault. So there. And uh, <laughs> the other favourite thing is when newsreaders look at the wrong camera. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless of the story? Well, but this, because it was about my favourite news story and okay. happened in the same bit, it was just wonderful. I just loved it. <laughs> Have you got a favourite news story? But I think normally it's to do with an animal. When there's some kind of animal that is worth celebrating, like a like a skateboarding duck, yeah, or like a little village somewhere, and somebody's taken in, or oh, a parrot landed in their garden or something, and normally it's just uh-huh. pigeons. So they right. invited the baby look north round or whatever to have a look at it. So you like the the completely unnecessary stories. I like you? the unnecessary ones, but what I like is because I know some of the guys who are presenters is that uh-huh. obviously they have to treat them. Like as if the yeah, as if they're credible else, news, right? So they yeah. and because a lot of these guys go out on their own and they, you know they film to set their own camera up and film themselves. You know, yeah. What you'll find is with those ones because they're not serious, they'll have a bit of fun, so they might stick the camera like on the grass or whatever, and their face will be on the grass when they're reducing it and stuff <laughs> like that. So the face uh, will be on the grass. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. That's my that's my uh, memories yeah. of that kind of thing anyway. That's good. We'll, we'll have to find a few examples of uh, <laughs> of newsreaders' face on the grass. On the grass. We'll, we will <laughs> see if that's a real thing because that would be good. Have you? Wanna, I've been busy this week. Okay. Have you watched out? Because I haven't. Um, I started watching Loki. Brett just got up and what revealed behind him what could only be described as a spooky mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it one bit. <laughs> really don't. Do you know? No. Why? It's a. Uh, you could say it's a gothic mirror. I think. Spooky, gothic, so, the same. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> Not necessarily, but um, it's in the same genre. Yeah, I, think I it's, guess it's, it's affiliated with it. Um, it's affiliated. I watched uh, Loki. Yeah, I don't know whether right. I like it or whether I don't like it. I, I stayed up late to watch the England game the other night. England yeah. against. Uh, who was it? Who was it now? The Czech Republic. The Czechs. The Czechs. Um, Decent first half. Second half was absolutely. Came shocking, out of the blocks. <laughs> yeah. But, but then, uh, 
just got the Germans. Yes, of course. And I was thinking today, hopefully it repeats the 5-1, that great day that we had. Uh, mm-hmm. Watching the 5-1, imagine if that a result like that happened again. Be amazing. That would be wonderful. If we can get past the Germans, then I think we've got an easier uh, tie in the next round, Sweden and Ukraine, I think, after that. Theory, and then we're yeah. in like, the quarter semis. So you never know, man. Um, what are we talking about, Cliff? We're talking about... The Gladiators, not the Gladiators, yes. just Gladiators. The Gladiators UK. ITV, I Saturday night, yes. prime time, 1992 prime time to uh-huh. 1999. Is that when they finished? Original run, I think, uh, 2000, 1992 oh, really? to 2000. And then for some reason, they brought it back for a year on Sky One. But uh, we missed that. I never obviously. saw that. No, no. chance. No chance. Definitely. No chance at all. And when this came out, mean you were eleven. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And did you did you love it? Because I certainly did. Of course, I loved I it. it. It's amazing. the greatest thing that ever came on telly. You've got like the songs, the singing, there's fighting, there's you uh-huh. normal people and like superheroes. Obviously, they're not when you watch it back. Like, uh, and it was just great. It was yeah. superb, and you know they brought the toys out, and there was sticker nice. books and all of this kind of shit. Like I've totally bought into. There was sexy women. There was hard men. There was mm-hmm. Eunice Hutt. There was all kind of stuff. <laughs> Did you buy the CD with like whoa, huh, yeah? No. Did you I get all that? Didn't get. Oh, the CD, I, had that, I had toys. I had the toys. It, it was probably the cassette, actually. It wouldn't have been a CD, it would have been a cassette that I had, I, I, but that was, was good. Uh, the American one, you started watching the American one, and then I think I had toys from the American one. Like, Did you? Because uh-huh. that's, that's where it came from. It was in America first, wasn't it? And then we kind of brought it over here type thing, and it was popular, and then like went loads of different countries and stuff. It's like one of those things we talked about before, just classic Saturday night telly that you don't really get anymore, you know, and deck do it or try and do it with their thing. Um, uh-huh. Maybe we're just not in the position to be part of that now, but this was like, it was just amazing, wasn't it? Saturday night, watching, sitting yeah. down with your mom and dad and you know your little brother or sister in your case, and, and uh-huh. everybody watched it and everybody could get something different out of it. Um, uh-huh. And it was fun. It was kind of like a replacement for think like the wrestling on a Saturday afternoon that well, used to be on or was our version of WWE yeah, that's what, at that point that's what I was going to say it's brought a lot of those elements in from I would say American wrestling hasn't it yeah because I mean the, the British wrestling type of thing was a little bit different wasn't it yes to the WWE but I, think I still used to like the British wrestling with I Big Daddy remember and stuff. a little bit but I think this kind of replaced it maybe for dads in the way that yeah they could get into that but you, mm-hmm. I was watching it now thinking, oh, they've just gone like WWF at the time. It was massive. Uh-huh. Let's try and be a bit of that. Uh, but put it through a kind of bit of shit kind of England spin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I like the way it started this. The, the best bit was the excellent. intro, I think. Amazing. It's, it's wonderful. Did it's we so watched good. the first episode. Yeah, we did. First, that was a sorry clip. But then the intro is like a, a voiceover of the commentator. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the commentator? Andrew Sachs. Yeah, Andrew Sachs. It was a terrible commentator. He's I must absolutely say. awful. 
he terrible. It's not, he's not good. He's not funny. He's not. He's he's terrible. He's he's awful. So there's like this. Um, it's almost like a rocky montage of people doing sort of riding bikes, doing sit ups, shit like that. And then Earl goes, "Many were called, but few were chosen." When LWT announced they were looking for super fit individuals, the response was immediate. <laughs> and then it goes on to a little bit where people are like dying and on the floor shaking and stuff like that. Some did not make it. A mixture of exhaustion, nerves and dehydration meant they couldn't make the grade. So that's what we get from the intro. Dehydration. You select <laughs> nerves. <laughs> I think nerves is the main one. <laughs> Sorry. I don't I, think nerves had anything to do with it. <laughs> I think uh, I said Andrew Sachs, but which, is, as we know, is uh, Manuel from Faulty Towers. John, it's actually John, John Sachs. Sachs. Who is his yeah. son? It's his son. Is um, it? Yeah. It's his son. Um, yeah, that right. and it's like all kind of grainy and black and white and stuff, isn't it? When they do when that voiceover yeah. is happening, um, uh-huh. phew, when when London Weekend Television put the call out, like, <laughs> why do you need to say that? When LWT, that. like, it doesn't matter, <laughs> that doesn't matter. Like, the, the response who, was who immediate. Was on, who, who, who put the call out? Yorkshire <laughs> Television, uh, I, might sure. answer, I might answer tomorrow. <laughs> it was that LWT. Fucking hell, get the immediate response. Oh, yes. Immediate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, there was no internet or shit, anything like that. No, no. So the was, immediate responses yeah, was it, was would have come call? through the mail. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and then we cut to what I can only describe as a capacity crowd. Yeah, uh, well, we Birmingham. say capacity crowd, probably not allowed now. Um. And we get what fantastic presenters, don't mm-hmm. we? Good old Ulrika. Ulrika Johnson. For yes. at this point, just former weather girl. This was I, this first, is, I think this was the first this thing. Our first think. big gig, wasn't it? After being a weather girl. What? What do you think of her? She wears some very tight clothing, doesn't she? Very oh. tight. And I think the top is, I would, are we going to call it a scoop neck? <laughs> a scoop neck. <laughs> I think we should. If we're going to call it anything, I would call it that. I'd like, you know what? It's quite a deep scoop. <laughs> it is. It's the deepest of, of scoops that you could get uh, on the television at this time, I would imagine. We also have Mr. John Fashnew himself. Now, what do you think of Mr. Fashnew's presenting style? Because um, we have talked about him before. Haven't we? we have talked about him before, but now having watched it back, He's still playing football at this point, so it's weird. Is he? I thought I thought he retired. Ninety-two. He... He's yeah. definitely still playing for Wimbledon. So how well, the fuck did he swelling. on a Saturday? This yeah. is live on a Saturday night, so he was finishing a match. <laughs> going to play this. Maybe that's his excuse for being the most rubbish presenter I've ever seen on anything ever. He's he's the most. He's he's got no. He's bereft of personal personality. He's isn't he? a charisma no vortex. I would say <laughs> that is true. He's it's completely true. He's I mean, I'm bland, man. He's so bland. I'm skipping right at the end here, right? But there's there's a bit where a contestant loses. He's in the lead, mm-hmm. and he sort of can't get out the travel or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. and loses. And he goes, "So what happened there?" And he goes, uh, well, I, I just got stuck on that traveler about at the end. He goes, not to worry. <laughs> <laughs> not to worry. He's not shit, exactly. 
he's just nothing. Like it's just a man saying words. Well, there's like there's no yeah. there's nothing good or bad. He's just so boring and banal and on the line. Like he's like he's articulate, but it's like it's forced. And like he's just not. Yeah, he's just on. He's just on like one level all the way through. Yeah. So the third thing I would say is his clothes are atrocious. Yeah, definitely. White. Yeah. I think he's got white tight white jeans on and a. Yeah, he's, he's bad. <laughs> Why the fuck was did they go for John Fashnu to present the TV well, show? Yeah, quite a big one as well. It's yeah, not prime it's time. A, it's a, a prime time ITV show that mm-hmm. is like you know this will win over. Noel Edmonds, whatever, like it's that kind yeah. of thing, isn't it? It would have been on a similar. So they've type. gone for a dirty kind of. He had a bad reputation as a dirty footballer playing for an unpopular team. Mm-hmm. Like what made them think? It's we'll a get strange that guy? decision, isn't it? I've I've got no idea. I've got no idea why they've done that. And as you've already mentioned, he should actually be played. Or at least be in the bath <laughs> after the game. Should be you in the football I mean? bath with the rest of the lads. You should be exactly. <laughs> so then, after we're here, we'll have the the presenters. We'll have, of course, the contenders, mm-hmm. right? Because they're an integral part, aren't they? They've got to test the might, okay, against the gladiators yeah. and stuff like that. And we've got a fantastic array of some cheats <laughs> because one of them is a cheat. I don't know if you found <laughs> anything out about the cheat, but um, a fantastic race. We've got two girls, right? We've got Vivian Radigan, mm-hmm. great name, mm-hmm. uh, who I like, who's the legal secretary. Mm-hmm. There you go for her. We have Nicola Borden, dance teacher, mm-hmm. cheat, right? And I'll tell you why she's a cheat. <laughs> we have a person I immediately disliked, Jeremy Nelson. Professional yachtsman. Uh huh. Did he now, get lost in sea? Exactly. If we can go back to the start, <laughs> right? That is nothing. Nothing you can be professional at. A yachtsman. <laughs> How do you get to be a professional? How do you get paid yachtsman? for that? Exactly. It's just going no on decision to go on a boat, isn't it? Voyages. <laughs> it's a it's shit. So I did not like him, and I, as the program went on, I increasingly didn't like. Yeah, him. well, I think I've got I've got quite a lot to say about this character. So yes, <laughs> okay, but the last one and the best one is Weininger Irwin, who <laughs> yes. is the greatest man. <laughs> Weininger. Very uh, strange uh, introduction from Ulrika. This one, uh, and a strange, and also a strange explanation of his name from the guy himself. It definitely is. <laughs> I mean, we all know what Ulrika's like, don't we? And she, she, sometimes you can tell what's on her mind just from what slips out of her mouth <laughs> as she says to Weininger, "Where's your cum?" <laughs> <laughs> Which is exactly what she said. <laughs> you know, she also like what she it doesn't make any sense so she, she said well Weininger that's a strange name he's a uh-huh. is he American I think he's American he, but he's, just, he's English he's like, but he went he, he lived in New York for 14 yeah, years so he talks a bit American um, yes so she goes oh Weininger that's a, that's an unusual name where does that come from at the time of my birth and he's like fucking hell it's not Shakespeare <laughs> like <laughs> Because it is massive thing. My daddy, my father. Yeah, my my father was reading a book by a German uh, author, 
and he loved uh -huh. the book. And that author's name was Weininger. Oh, the lead character <laughs> in the book was Weininger. So yeah, decided to call me that. And do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know when Bob's there? Love joy. A bit like that, isn't it? So I become to be here. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny how it gets named like fucking Bob stuff and everything. Because that's exactly like, like that, isn't it? My daddy. <laughs> when I came to be born, my daddy. I travel for many he miles. He on my BMX. He, he read a book. <laughs> but my but this was no ordinary journey. For my bike was not equipped with stabilizers. Ulrika, overcome with just giddiness of having this yes. strapping African-American, British, African-American mm -hmm. guy with an unusual name in front yeah. of her, says, oh, I won't tell you the story of where my name comes from. Well, <laughs> it, it, it's a Swedish name and you're Swedish. <laughs> no, no story. <laughs> Do you think there's any kind of script for fashion there, uh, or we on this? So they're just making no, it up because on the fly? Uh, if there is, they can't remember it and they don't stick to it because they always seem yeah. like they're just trying to think of what to stuff say. to say. I think that's yeah. Well, when they say something, try and be like funny. So we'll move on to the first game, which is atmosphere, where they've got a roll around in balls and that. Mm -hmm. It's a stupid name, and they've tried to think of a really like. Uh, yeah, lofty name for this thing. Oh, you've got no. to get into the atmosphere. It's a big ball. <laughs> and the other gladiators have just basically got to roll into them, don't they? That's just the the aim of the game. Stop them but from there was... going over the the pressure pads. Yeah, that's right. But there, there was a, a, a bit I like on this because before all the games, if a gladiator's coming on, they sort of introduce the stats. Don't yeah, they? So this is this is what I thought was fantastic. Um, what you don't get anymore, and I think Britain is a worse place for it. Uh -huh. When you introduce a woman to someone, you don't get the vital statistics anymore, do you? You don't. So you going, don't. We've no. got night. Uh, who was it? Uh, Scorpio, <laughs> former British gymnast. Uh, she appeared in the Olympics. Thirty-eight bust, twenty-eight waist, thirty-four hips. <laughs> <laughs> and the really? best one, the best one was Flame, the only gladiator not to be a bodybuilder. She maintains her frame with aerobics and dancing. <laughs> <laughs> That's how she maintains her frame. A frame. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that bit. Oh. You wouldn't get away with shit like that anymore, would you? <laughs> Which which was there any games that you remember sort of liking or whatever? Um, I didn't like the atmosphere one. No, I'm not a big fan of that. It's a bit boring. The obviously the one where they stand on the podiums and hit each other with the big sticks. I um, always like that one. Jewel. Yeah, I like that. But then this kind of disproved it a bit because the first one, the woman just mm -hmm. holds it up. <laughs> she did. The other one trying to hit her, and she's just holding it up, stopping her uh, from hitting so it. It's the perfect defense, isn't it? That... <laughs> I never used to like hang tough. No, because I think I, I know one. I'd be rubbish at it. No, my body strength, mm -hmm. so I couldn't do it. I'll, I'll tell you about a different one first because the, the wall one I didn't like climbing and shit like that, mm -hmm. right? So they've got to climb up the wall and then 
our fantastic referee, uh, John Anderson, mm-hmm. says, you will go on your first whistle. Yeah. Gladiators, you will go on my second whistle. Right? Yeah. And that camp voice as well. So on this one, I think Jet's chasing um, one of our contenders up the wall or whatever. And this is where the cheating element comes in. <laughs> remember the dance teacher? Yes, I remember her, Nikki. I remember yeah. her well. You remember her, right? After the programme, I think it was Jet complained to our referee, Mr. Anderson, because what you had done was greased up her legs and undone <laughs> her laces. <laughs> so that when she did grab on, she just slipped right off. I think uh, the one where they shoot the things from behind yes. the walls, I think I, I've got a feeling that didn't last. Like That feels like it was only on the American one. I didn't remember think- that being on the England English one at all. But maybe Danger Zone. That's the one that I liked. Uh, when yeah. Fashnu was trying to explain the rules to Danger Zone to the guy, I was thinking, how many more things can he say that goes on here? Like, and you've got four stations, you've got four weapons, and you're behind yeah. a wall. They're trying to shoot you uh-huh. with tennis balls. You <laughs> have to shoot them with a weapon from behind a wall. And hit yeah. the target. If you hit the target, the the ground falls from beneath them, and you've won. Uh-huh. Don't forget, don't forget. Each weapon bay will self destruct after ten <laughs> after seconds. After ten seconds, what? After, <laughs> after ten seconds of what? Yeah. Uh, exactly. I don't know. And so Who knows? then they were going through. They said, "Ulrika, tell us about the weapons." <laughs> <laughs> and she's got the biggest. Weapons, it's like a scene from Robocop or something, isn't it? <laughs> it is, yeah. Well, Rick has trying to uh, sort of advertise these weapons. He has the bazooka, <laughs> he has the crossbow, also, he has the mortar, what's and the last, point? he has the rocket launcher. What's the point? And the, the commentator is like, Oh, and Rambo's favorite, the rocket launcher. <laughs> he <laughs> also said, Rambo came out in about 1982. So, <laughs> That looked exactly like a scene from Lethal Weapon 3. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, yes, Mr. Cliff, I was going to talk about Hawk. Hawk, yes. Right? Mr. Wales, with the most sinister smile, unintentional sinister smile I've <laughs> yeah. ever seen in my life. But Sax says uh, he's got a, a man with a, wi- a winning smile or something. He said he, he makes something of it, Sax. When he, he, does, he does, he does make something of it. I think it's, it's just no uh, no coincidence that Hawk. I don't think he returns for a second series. I don't think he does. You cannot with that that smile at all, can you? <laughs> so yeah, they, they go through everything, and at, at the end, it's the Eliminator, which was always was a bit of a damp squib for me um, when I was mm-hmm. a kid. Not my favourite, I think. I mean, it's there's no gladiators. Is there's there? no gladiators? So, it's not like, as good as Crippen Factor. It, it it is like a, a giant. Uh, Play pen though for adults though, isn't it? Yeah, everything's yeah, like yeah. that soft stuff, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So, um, but there was apparently loads of injuries and stuff like that, especially the gladiators themselves, like that jet and stuff like that hurt a neck, and some of them hurt their backs and stuff like that, and had to re- retire, retire from the sport of gladiators. We haven't talked about the main guy, have we? The man everybody loves to hate or hates <laughs> the to love, man. And, the wolf man, exactly. <laughs> He's only very fleetingly in this, isn't he? It's I think they realized, 
It, it is an amazing appearance. I think they realised, like, as they went along, that he was the main yeah. draw for everybody. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He? So he he's the main guy. The, what, so what we haven't talked about is that the two guys, Weininger and Jeremy, seem to be wanting to like get into a bit of aggro with the guys, or whether they've gone along with it, like decided to try and play a bit of a game or whatever. But they're both like uh-huh. giving the guys a bit of shit, um, which I yeah. wouldn't do because they're all massive and off their fucking tits. <laughs> so no I would do it at all. But Weininger yeah. starts having to go to him so that on the wall, he's being chased by Wolf. Is it Wolf? Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm, it is. And he absolutely mm-hmm. hammers him. And at the beginning, he gives him a little uh, slit throat thing. So Weininger goes to Wolf, like slit throat, and Wolf gets angry. And then he... You can't do that anymore, can you? No, he couldn't do that. Anyway, he slips. Yeah. He manages to evade him up this wall anyway. And uh, Wolf gets angry and he's playing like pantomime mm-hmm. villain, which is what he definitely came to do as the show went on and on and on. Yeah. Um, so he, and he shouts at him from the top. Oh, he says, Oh, Wolfman. <laughs> he says a really terrible line actually when Fashion was talking to him. He says, What do you think about that? You got away from Wolf, no bother. And he goes, uh, Yeah, well, I've got a message for the Wolfman. You may be a wolf, but I'm no little, little red riding hood. I'm the big bad wolf. I know I didn't get that. <laughs> and and that obviously sent Wolf into a frenzy. He went into he? a frenzy. He was up in the crowd and that. Wasn't Good. he? Did you hear what somebody shouted? Somebody uh-huh. shouts out of the crowd, Wolf, you're a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Class. There would have been all kinds of as it went on and that a couple of drunks going and that they would have been. Uh, that's when he started going to the crowd like going, Yeah, you're a pussy. Hey, Cliff, do you want two wolf facts? Go on then. He came on, right, as a second half substitute for Gillingham Reserves. And I think he lasted five minutes in nineteen ninety-four before he got injured. <laughs> so he played for Gillingham Reserves. Okay. And apparently they had the biggest crowd that they've ever had. For a reserve game because <laughs> Wolf was playing. That's the first one. But the, the second one blew my mind. Okay, come blew on. me mind. Come on. Can you remember a Commodore uh, 64 and Spectrum game called Barbarian? Uh-huh, of course. Can you remember the cover? It's got a scantily uh-huh. clad lady on and a big muscly man. Yeah. Who's the muscly man? Is it Wolf? It's it's Wolf. Fuck. Blew my mind when I uh, found that out. I know. Looks now like him. So yeah, I, I loved watching it back. It was it was good fun. It was great. Yeah, I loved it. Like loved what, watching it as a kid. Always wanted. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to be able to go to it, but like yeah. obviously it was never going to happen. But I remember uh-huh. being a kid thinking, "Oh, imagine if you were there watching it." We don't have a quiz or anything, do we, Cliff? We couldn't do one. We've been too busy. Haven't we? We've been busy, haven't we? Like, you've got started work. I've been busy at work. So, in fact, I think mm-hmm. you're just going to say a couple of facts, aren't you? Before eating, it Nikola reduced. Tesla, the, the father of electricity, polished each piece of cutlery with how many napkins? Five napkins. 18 napkins. Mental. Absolutely mental. He must have loved the number 18. Eating dogs is legal in how many U.S. states, Cliff? Have you ever ate a dog? 
Hopefully none. It's I will say none because I hope it's none. It's 44. What? I, I, don't, I don't make up these facts. I don't create the laws of America, Cliff. Don't blame me for it. Is it it's not my fault. How, what's the oldest you can be, Cliff, to go on a club 1830s holiday? Answer should be 30, but maybe it's 39 because it's if you're in your 30s. 35 is the answer. Why would it be that? Why? Uh, it doesn't give us a reason. It just gives us the answer. It's a fact. It just deals in facts. It doesn't deal in explanations. In, in Turkey, the word for Turkey means Indian what? Chicken. Bird. Is it right? Is it? Who invented the tattoo pen? It's back to electricity. That is a clue, but it's not Tesla. Uh, so I've basically told you the answer. Alexander yep. Graham Bell? No, <laughs> he was the telephone. <laughs> it was Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison. I thought it Michelangelo did it. I thought Michelangelo. <laughs> How many people every year get the bubonic plague, Cliff? Twelve. Three thousand people. Uh, how Can you believe that? How do they know that? Stupid. I've told you, you, you don't wonder about it. You don't wonder about it. What is Elvis's natural hair colour? He was blonde, I think. Blonde is the right answer. Well done. We've got music, haven't we? Yes, we'll have got, we'll have got music. Good as well. Uh, it's really good. It's really good. And I actually listened to the, the whole album. From this band, they're called the Raz. Yes, and they're from um, good old Scotland. Oh, I was going to say, let's see if ooh. anybody could guess where they were from at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> the song that we're going to play is called "The Time Is Now." It's now. That's right. And the album is called "When Does It Become Real?" And it's out now. And I would definitely advise you to listen to it because it's yeah. a cracker. Before we go, just wanted to say, get well soon, Dan. Our mm. mate had a bit of a tough week. Um, so get well soon to you. Happy birthday to Katie Overy, who listens. The, it's your birthday and that. said I would say it. but you know. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> Cheers for listening. And uh, thank you to everyone else. This is The Raz. Follow us on where you can. Give us a review in that. And we will speak to you next time. Bye, bye, bye. Bye. Now is the time.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.